the Lifted Life Podcast. We created this show to help you live a lifted life. Welcome to episode 125. Today, we're going to talk about holding contradictions. Do you think you're good at holding contradictions in your mind? <laughs> um, I would say I don't hold contradictions. I usually try to pick one. I feel like there's like a belief um, that I have, and that's the only belief that I can have, <laughs> which I, I personally don't find that useful, um, given there was a training I had, and you were lucky enough to listen to some of it by the great Dr. Jack Aloka. <laughs> so if you want some interesting mind bends on, I think he's on Facebook. You can look him up. He'll mess with your head. Anyway, he was talking about a lot of things, actually, but he, I think, quoted Einstein, and he said, true intelligence is holding as, as many contradictions in your head as possible. Hmm. And you and I have talked about that for the last year, probably. Mm-hmm. And it's been such a mind trip to think about holding contradictions and why you would want to do that and what that even means. And I think today we're going to try to break down what that means to us. And the benefits of doing so. Mm-hmm. First of all, when we started talking about this show idea, I was like, if it's no benefit to truly elevating one's life, then why are we even talking about it? But the good news is I was able to find a way to loop it around. <laughs> so I found this definition about holding contradictory beliefs. And it does come from wikipedia.org. Um, just a brief little write-up here that shares that in the field of psychology, cognitive dissonance occurs when a person holds contradictory beliefs, ideas, or values, and is typically experienced as psychological stress when they participate in an action that goes against one or more of them. So hearing you say you don't like to hold contradictory beliefs, mm-hmm. I kind of chuckled a bit because as this uh, explains, it's because it's uncomfortable. It's mm-hmm. stressful. And yet totally and utterly allowing two different contradictory beliefs to be true is I think a real experience of freedom of, of letting go of this idea of one thing being more right than the other. So another bit of research I found was that, um, we, we create these ideas kind of to keep us safe. So the example given in the article I found was that if you go to the wild, (laughs) you're in the wilderness and there are signs that say bears are dangerous. Then you keep an alert, on alert, high alert. You're looking for bears. You're trying to stay aware of the bears. And, you know, you make it out alive and everything's great. And then later that week you go to the zoo and there are also bears. But because there is a fence or there are different separators, you know you do not need to be afraid of the bears because it's within a certain context. Mm -hmm. And so the most powerful realization is that all of our um, opinions and beliefs are due to our own context and our own experiences. So it may be true to us based on our experiences and our context, but when you're willing to truly put yourself into someone else's shoes and see that their context is not the same, you can begin to hold contradictory beliefs. Yes, this is true for me because this, and this is true for them because that. So what do you think about, I happen happen to believe, or I often think this, um, what's right for me is the only thing that's right for me. And what's right for me doesn't mean it's right for someone else. And that's actually irrelevant since I create my own reality. So I decide what's right for me. Mm -hmm. And by holding these contradictions, different contradictions, certain things may be right for me at different times, especially in my um, expansion arc. Mm -hmm. So 
do you think that's another reason to hold these contradictions to be able to pivot or be able to evolve as experiences come along? Absolutely. I think it's the ultimate um, experience of enlightenment to understand that what is true for you now maybe wasn't true for you before. Mm-hmm. And what's true for you now may not be true for them. Or possible you don't have all the information right now. So that that one um, thing doesn't make sense to you right now until you g- gain more experiences, get more information, then you realize, oh, that is useful in this way. Kind of like what we were talking about the other morning about um, two different things. And it's like, well, I used to believe this was right for me. I used to believe this is right for me. And realizing that they both can be right for me. Yeah. It's not one or the other. Which kind of leads me to the, the next kind of topic, which is uh, paradoxes. Mm. Um, so a paradox is a logical puzzle that seems to contradict itself. No, it isn't. Actually, it is. Uh, versus an oxymoron is a figure of speech, which is something different. That's not mm. what we're talking about. Um, so many famous problems of this kind of being a paradox exist. Um, a famous paradox is called the liar's paradox. It's the simple sentence that... Um, this sentence is a lie or this statement is false. So this, okay, that's kind of complicated. (laughs) Almost all of these that I looked up, um, started to get really complicated. Okay. Here's a very simple one. Forget that ever happened. Um, this, um, okay. This is a better one. If I know one thing, it is that I know nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, another one, men worked together, whether they work together or apart. Mm Mm-hmm. So different um, ideas that contradict themselves and yet ultimately somehow hold up true. And I like to live in that land of a paradox because I think it makes my, uh, so my brain likes to chew on problems. I think most people's brains do. So if we have Mm -hmm. this really unique, if you can take your ego out of the equation, which is that I am right and everyone else is wrong. Um, and instead play with this idea that everyone is living out their own truth and, um, that multiple truths can coexist potentially based on other people's experiences. I don't know. It just feels really cool and, um, expansive. And that possibly your truth isn't static. It isn't this overall truth that's been true from the day you were born and that will always be this one way. I feel like it's always evolving. It's always changing given your experiences, given how you're changing. Okay. I'm going to be risky here and I'm going to use masks for an example. Okay. If you believe that a mask is keeping you safe, Mm -hmm. then the mask potentially will help you stay safer. And on the other hand, if you believe wearing a mask is bad for your health Mm -hmm. and a detriment to your well-being, Mm -hmm. then that too will be true, that the mask will then be a detriment to your health. And so like being able to hold this paradox that people wearing a mask and believing that it's keeping them safe are indeed doing the right thing for them. Yeah. And people who are not wearing a mask because it feels like a detriment to their health and um, not the best choice for them, they are too honoring their truth and will thereby be healthy and mm-hmm. well. And that's the perfect example of holding two contradictions, um, seeing how they're beneficial for each person and being able to allow them to have their own experiences, each person and realize it has really nothing to do with you. And I think that's the beautiful thing about holding contradictions and why I wanted to talk about it today, mm-hmm. because when we allow others to have their experience, it truly sets me free. Yeah. And when instead I'm, I'm wrapped up in this idea that my way is the only way, um, 
I become very restricted Mm -hmm. and my life becomes less flowy and beautiful. Well, it's easy to pass judgment, right? Because they're not following what you think is true. Right. But it's only true for you, not for them. Right. Very true. And their truth is not true for you. (laughs) Okay. I love it. When I I have another big topic I'm super excited to talk about, um, which is the idea of gut health, probiotics and healing, and also German new medicine, which Mm -hmm. is very much rooted in the emotional aspect of health and disease in the body, dis-ease in the body. Before we jump into that, let's take a quick break to thank our sponsor for the show, and then we'll go right into that riveting conversation. This week's podcast is brought to you by Micromelatonin, our new low-dose melatonin supplement, just 100 micrograms of melatonin. And what we're hearing from our customers is really delighting us. It is essentially um, exactly what we had hoped for, which is such a low dose, but still helps me fall asleep quickly, stay asleep, but not wake up groggy. We've heard that again and again, and we're really excited over here doing a happy dance. It's really handy to have this natural low dose um, supplement for when you maybe had a coffee a little bit too late, or you know you need to get up early and get your day started. So you're going to take that micromelatonin two full hours before bedtime, just so you know you're getting the rest you need. So we're thrilled with this product. We're excited to hear the feedback that's rolling in. And if you haven't already, check that out on Amazon or our shop today. Yeah, it's funny talking about that. I was reading a review someone left and they were upset because they would have to take so many of those to get up to the normal five milligrams they take or whatever they said. Yeah, so you like, don't buy it then. You totally missed the point. This yeah, is not what we're trying to sell. We need to, thanks for the, the input. We need to adjust our marketing, let everyone know this is not for you. This is for people who do not want to yeah, take. For people that are taking that and seeing the side effects of being groggy. We're not right or yeah. multiple customers who reach out to us and say i've had to break a one milligram tablet into uh-huh. half and then quarters because i still wake up groggy yeah. so this is a nice low dose supplement for either sensitive individuals or people who just uh simply don't want to take a mega dose this is what we call a um physiological dose which basically means the dose your body needs so to speak due to the blue light exposure that we all have during our now very modern lives. It used to be when the sun went down, our exposure to blue light went away. Well, now it almost goes up because Mm -hmm. we're putting those screens in front of our faces and scrolling here and there and checking in with friends. And so this is kind of that dose to help offset that blue light exposure so your body's melatonin production can go into full mode of sleep. So, okay, back to the show. I'm excited about this conversation. So this is what I was alluding to earlier. Okay. I realized I jumped ahead of Don't the... Don't jump the... I know, it's I <laughs> what were vague. you alluding to? What do you mean? When I said we were dealing with a contradiction this week when we were talking about what you're getting ready to talk about, German medicine versus gut health. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... I love German New Medicine. I've been studying it for a bit uh, now, and I love the idea. It's not even just German New Medicine. Even Louise Hay, who wrote the book, You Can Heal Your Life, I think. Um, within that book, there's so many different examples of um, a cough, maybe relates back to um, anger with in, in a relationship. That's not true. That's just an example. Tennis elbow may relate to um, stress underneath some work circumstance or something. I probably should have grabbed the book because those are made up. Don't don't follow me on that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yes. the layman term for German New Medicine that I see is that any element you have started at an emotion. Is that correct? 
Um, it started as a, I think that's great. I'm actually not an expert either. Yeah. The, just a conflict in the body triggered by some sort of stressful experience. And it's expressed with some sort of Yes, but headache. according to Germany yeah. Medicine, the symptom is actually the part of the healing phase, which is very unique and has taken me a long time to try to wrap my mind around. Um, but anyway, anyway, it's a good thing to show contradiction because it's totally contrary to anything yeah. you would have thought. Well, and on the other hand is um, our mood probiotics. Mm -hmm. We talk about how serotonin and those other feel-good neurotransmitters that we all crave are mostly made in the gut. So mm -hmm. 70 to 80% or more of our body's serotonin is not made in our head, but it's made in our gut. And so if your gut is out of balance and um, struggling, um, then it's going to be... Um, quite wise to consider healing your gut, not only just to heal your digestion, but also to help improve your mood because those are two are very connected based on the gut brain axis. So that is what we believe. That's a big part of what mm -hmm. we believe. We've seen people come to us. We've heard it from so many people like, thank you so much. I was feeling so edgy or irritable or moody. And now I just feel lighter. I feel, um, just like myself again. Thank you. So that is from our probiotics, specific types of bacteria to help with um, mood naturally. And also, I'm continually sharing with people, yes, our probiotics were designed to help with mood, but also continuing to do your own deeper healing work, uh, preferably simultaneously or alongside of this treatment will will help your momentum. It will help your chances of of healing and improvement. So mm -hmm. what I mean by that is um, practicing forgiveness, forgiveness of yourself and of others and doing that deeper healing. And I feel like that's exactly kind of where the German new medicine comes in. So a really wild one um, that we also feel like probiotics can help with is allergies. Mm -hmm. So allergies, um, if your gut is unhealthy, then supporting your gut can actually help your allergies. We've seen people say that again and again and again. And also, um, German New Medicine says that allergies are basically rooted in some sort of conflict or trauma that happened around the time of pollen being in, in the air or something. Mm -hmm. And that association mm -hmm. is part of the reason for the allergies. So healing the conflict heals the association, which is totally contradictory to healing your gut. So how can you, how can we believe one and the other? Mm -hmm. How can we? You said it's like a car. Help me out, honey. So the analogy that, that I put together for myself is uh -huh. it's like a car. Um, the car, well, if you don't have an electric car, it needs gas. <laughs> and gas is the energy source. It is the thing that's driving the car. So, you know, humans, we have this energy source that's driving us. Um, the car also needs tires, needs air in the tires, it needs oil, it needs all these other components to help the car function. But the primary source is not those things. Those are um, supplemental things that help the car last longer and operate longer, but the source is the fuel in that case of the car. So in my mind, German New Medicine is describing the car from one angle, and then we're describing the car from another angle, but they're both talking about the same thing. Mm-hmm. And holding those contradictions, looking at those and seeing where they overlap or how they connect each other, to me, was powerful. I think it's where we got this idea that, oh, they're both describing the same thing, but from a different point of view. Mm -hmm. Or they both are very important. Like one is the motor and yeah. one is the gasoline. Or, or they're woven together in this unique way that 
depending where you're standing, they look at two two different things, but they're the same thing. Right. So it also yeah. reminds me of when I was in this one group where this lady was advising different dosages of ascorbic acid and melatonin. And um, I was saying that I have received more healing from my headaches from meditation than any other supplement mm-hmm. or any other thing. This is more of a science-y group, yeah. right? Yeah. But one of the ladies in there was just kind of disgusted, like, well, I don't know what that has to do with anything. <laughs> and it's like, it has everything to do with yeah. everything because mm-hmm. I truly believe energy trumps all. Yeah. So energy is... It's, it's elevated above any physical action that we do. However, we are physical beings. And mm-hmm. so to deny the fact that we consume food and then it exits our body is foolish. Yeah. So we are complex beings, just like a car is complex and has a steering wheel. Imagine everything's there except for the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. There's, it's literally closed shut. You can't turn the wheel from the steering wheel. That's a problem. And if you don't have, let's say you have your steering wheel back and everything is totally uh, up to date, ready to go, plenty of gas, plenty of oil, but suddenly the gas and brake button are gone. It's not a button, it's a pedal pusher. Thank you. These are all different aspects. And so I think that when you come at your life and your healing from this angle that we are complex beings and taking an emotional approach because emotions are stored in the body is so incredibly wise and beneficial and also um, being aware that you are a physical body having a physical human experience Mm -hmm. and that you eat food and that you excrete it Mm -hmm. this is all also very natural and it's a part of this experience Mm -hmm. and so sometimes I get caught up in the paradox of of one thing helping but not the other or maybe they're working together Mm -hmm. it's so complex but kind of being okay with sometimes it's more one thing versus the other. Sometimes it's the synergy of the two of them mm-hmm. and not always knowing, like not always knowing which one fully helped. Like, was it that you totally healed your gut or at the same time you had this emotional release of forgiveness um, towards yourself or someone else that wronged you? Yeah. Or like another example is if your gut isn't healed, if you have issues with your gut, there's a portion of your energy that's being used to take care of that and deal with that and it's not efficient beautiful it's not efficient and once you heal that now you have more available energy of more energy you can apply to something else Mm, i really like that i'm glad you remembered that point because that's a good one Mm -hmm. it frees up energy for further healing in other areas but if you're constantly struggling with bathroom issues yeah it's really hard to give your attention and energy to spiritual growth and healing Mm -hmm. or if you're constantly worried and struggling with something mentally you're devoting energy to that time and your focus is on that not on growth yeah but i think the most beautiful thing of all that we talked about well i really like that last point is just understanding that um how the energy we dedicate to things really does change our experience Mm -hmm. um but also from that state the mental energy we give to um people that are doing things differently than what we are is also dictating our experience and taking away from our own joyful experience. So that, that number one idea of allowing others to have their own experience sets me free is once again, the most beautiful paradox that we can hold. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's the most beneficial for me, especially in these modern times. Everyone has an opinion, everyone, it feels like we're being separated to pick a side and be able to apply that and realize everyone's coming at what's working for them 
and realize that you don't really have to be involved in either one of them, or you can pick both of them and compare them, or you can hold a different contradiction and just realizing that it's more about what works for you, not what's working for everybody else. Mm -hmm. And keeping your peace. Yeah. Because when you elevate your energy, um, then I think that that, that raises the vibration for everyone around you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the really great aspiration is just to continue to vibrate higher and higher in a way that is of service to yourself and the world around you. So hopefully this episode helped you to live a lifted life. We thank you for listening and we'll see you next week on the lifted life podcast. Thank you.